There it is. There we are. Oh, that's where I threw the thing today. Good, good on Jimmy. Good on me. Let's let's change this over to what Will is actually doing. There he is. <laughs> I, I stopped just in time. There's Chris there, but not there. This can. Be it, it just works. It just works exactly, Michael. It it just works. Hi everybody, welcome into the Game One Play Itself podcast. I am Lord Teammaker, aka Womkeller. Joining me, as always, the new McLaren reserve driver. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I have. I was going to say maybe like the new esports McLaren reserve driver. <laughs> that maybe on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be seeing your times very soon on your first outing in Crashes R Us. But before that, we got a podcast to do. True. And so, with a light content dump, let's get to it. Because we're rushing to the bathroom, we need to drop our trowel and get on with this one. So, Sony. It's very rare that we get to discuss them. Yeah, <clears throat> Sony. What are you doing, Sony? I mean, come on. So, if you if y'all haven't heard, there was a wonderful article, a Bloomberg article that came out recently that spoke about Sony and what they've been doing uh, lately. And if you, they've kind of like looked at like kind of the hoovering of small studios and large studios over the last couple of years of both Sony and um, and Microsoft, Microsoft has kept a lot of those studios independent, where Sony has kind of as they've made games, closed them down and brought them into their main studio, which is fine, but they've started to come out with weird things, much like the press release that we heard yesterday, which was, and I quote here, despite it being, uh, despite it being financially solvent, there will not be a Days Gone sequel because they do not believe it to be physically viable. So instead, Naughty Dog is going to be working on this remaster of this small game called The Last of Us. Seems silly, really, doesn't it? And, it, and it's an eight-year-old game, right? I mean, I don't know when a remaster should happen, but if you're, if you're going to do it, you should have done it closer to Last of Us 2 to ride the hype train. Of last and of sell them as a package and sell them as a package or do whatever, but Days Gone, though a not perfect game, I will I will really say like it was it was critically kind of panned, it was it really kind of got this had a good following and a lot of people did like it. I know, like because it was one of those games where the gameplay was kind of meh, but the story drove it. And the guy who played the lead, who also played Star Killer in the Star Wars games. Threw it a hell of a performance. That that's a game that you play because the story is good, not because the gameplay is especially great. Much like some of Naughty Dog's other games. Looking at you, Last of Us Two. <laughs> um, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't really uh, Naughty Dog who worked on Days Gone. It was uh, Team Bend, or it was like Sony Bend now, as they're called. Right, but that studio has been folded into the Naughty Dog studio. Yeah. So it it it's it's just kind of confusing. That and it's showing their marketing strategy. Sony is going for the home runs. They're they're looking at big titles, big name games, 
And then also pulling on your heartstrings. Who wouldn't want to see Last of Us in HD, 1080p, 4K, Maximum Remix? Who doesn't want to see Final Fantasy VII? But by the way, Final Fantasy VII Remake is a actual remake. It's not a remaster. The story yeah. is different. So, it's a different game. Same story, different game. Yeah. Yeah, this, and, and, and don't, Michael, don't, don't give up on the game. The, the story will pull you through that. I mean, it is pretty simple. It's, you know, post-apocalypse, man loses wife, man has nothing to live for, and is just riding with his buddy. But it grows beyond that. Um, I've, I haven't played the game, but I watched somebody's play through the game, so I kind of know the story and where it goes. And it's just sad because, like, the game left itself open to be a, to have a sequel, to easily have a sequel. Game left itself open to be easily part of the Last of Us universe, actually, the way it kind of fit in. But, say la vie. Sony just doing Sony things. Where Microsoft is just like, you want it? Here you go. Here's here's literally everything. The good, the bad, the ugly. Unless it's too human, then fuck off. Which, by the way, I actually got to human on, on Game Pass when, like, the one-week time you were able to get it. And I have it installed on my Xbox, and I have it kept. So. Yeah. It's no. I, I, don't know what, I don't know what Sony's up to this time. I know people are saying to get Jim Ryan removed from his management position. And at first I was kind of like, well, that's a bit sort of... Harsh. Yeah, harsh, but the more I'm hearing it, is it, it, it starts to sound like a better idea. Because, and, and you know, I don't mind being proved wrong, but, you know, when you look at Microsoft and their whole thing with, um, with backwards compatible games, with the legacy of games that we've got, and hopefully now we start bringing more out now the Xbox Series X ha is out in the wild. Um. It's a case of, you look at what they're doing and they're saying, look, if you have this collection, bring it with you. Bring these games that we say you, you're back as compatible right now. Bring them with you. We don't mind. We want you to have your game collection right there with you as you go through life. Whereas Sony are like more sort of, oh no, if it's a new console, we want new games on it, you should play new games. And they're cutting off digital stores. Like, I heard this week that the Vita store, where it closing, they didn't tell the people still making games for the Vita. <laughs> people are still Is making that... games for the Vita? Yep, people are still making games for the Vita to put on the store. And they weren't told that, oh, by the way, the store's closing in August. <laughs> so all that money that they put into that, it's just been wasted because Sony, with its backward vision that they've suddenly started having again. And, and we, we can talk about the fact that Microsoft was like this, too. Remember last console release? Yeah. Microsoft was totally like this. And I wouldn't say that, like, Sony handed them their shirt, but Sony obviously did better than they did, um, at least when it comes to selling consoles. And that's how, yeah. you if that's how you judge a console war. Personally, I don't believe there's such a thing as a console war anymore. Things have gotten so meshed and so blended that it kind of really... <laughs> 
the only people that are still doing console wars are the diehard fans because you know the moderates like myself the you know the, the devs the publishers they really aren't it's only the diehards who are just there and just constantly doing it and they're dying out yeah and we go and i think i saw i saw a great meme that was that was that was uh tied to it it was so it showed like sony fans when they get console exclusive they're like tee hee hee and this is sony fans when other people get console exclusive you fucking assholes we should be getting that game alongside you I'm like yeah well who gives a shit yeah because i'm the same ones who complain when they, they like dave's gone is coming to pc um there are exclusives you can't have them why not why not because there is that's not a good enough argument yeah it's it's like going this is my land but it's but it's our land but it's my land now it doesn't yeah. work and you want to talk about exclusivity and like why exclusivity is bad um another article that i posted not in this one but a different chat um in in 6 months on being on pc death stranding made 27 million dollars yeah that's 20 million they wouldn't have had if 27 they million that's 27 they would have had and, and so let's let's think about that if that game stayed a sony exclusive it would yeah. i mean it, i don't i think it it made back its money it, it was solvent but it was what it was you released it on pc all of a sudden that's 27 more million that's 27 million like you said they didn't have and that shows the solvency of the game but also shows that like there is an era of people there's people like me who bought it on both i double dipped because I wanted to play it on PC. And guess what? It's better on PC. Because it runs fucking smooth as hell. Uh, PC. I do have a, an issue with older games on PC. Oh, older games on PC is... is you're, oh, It's a fucking crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. Yeah. yeah, no, that's... Uh, I'll get into that a little. In a few moments, once we're done with the main story here. Yeah, Michael, I'm I'm right with you there. The more people that can play a game, the happier I am. I want more people to play the game. If you could tell me, like, hey, James, you, would you want only a select few people to play Death Stranding or everybody to play Death Stranding? I'd say everybody play Death Stranding. I said, hey, James, yeah. you want a few people to play Deus Ex 1? Everybody to play Deus Ex 1. Everybody should play Deus Ex 1. It is a masterpiece of a game. And everybody should experience that. And it shouldn't, the barrier of entry shouldn't be what, you know, what $500 you decided to spend your money on. Because <clears throat> that's just, I mean, that's just being, I mean, that's just, what is it being? Consulist, essentially. You're just, it's gatekeeping. Yeah, it's gatekeeping. And I don't think that, and I think all video games should be available to everybody. I understand timed exclusives. I get that. I'm okay with timed exclusives. That's why I've never had an issue with the Epic Store. Do you want a timed exclusive it? Fine. Time exclusive it. Most company yeah. and then the one major company that I was always okay with was the um the people who did um God, I can't even think of it. Rebel Galaxy's sequel. They they were completely on the Epic Store and they came out with a long note said this is why we're doing it. Here's the financial reasons. Here's our breakdown of our price point. This is why it makes sense for us to go on Epic. And I was like, sure. You make sense. You make a reasonable argument for that. But yeah, <clears throat> older games on PC, mainly OS security issues. <laughs> it's the fault of the OS creator. Oh, so you're blaming Bill Gates? 
Yeah, I mean, we can get into that if you want with what we've been playing. Um, sure. I mean, that's kind of the main thing. Is just gonna, unless you want to hear two older guys rant about damn kids and their video games. Nah, we, we want to be more with it. So, um, yeah. So, speaking of, I played Battle Stations Midway. I saw the end of that stream. Oh, God. I mean, throughout all of it, you know, if you're saying you've got an option where you have a controller configuration, right? The big thing that you want to have on that is a very simple thing of a fire button. So the controller configuration was only there for movement. There was no fire. There was no bomb switching mode on it. So I had to configure them. And then when I'd had it configured, there was bombing missions. The bombing controls weren't working, even after configuring, even after going, oh, you're supposed to hold this and then press that. Okay. Still not working. Oh, you've got to run. You've got to go at it at a certain angle for depth charges and, you know, torpedoes. Understand that? Yep. Fair enough. Try that. Not working. Bombs. Drop. We drop bombs. You would think once you have the target in sight of your crosshair, let it away. Still nothing. Now, that got me to the point where I don't want to be frustrated playing a game like that. Because when that game was working, it was actually quite fun. You know, when you get dogfights going on, they were, they were great. So then I decided I'm not going to play it on PC anymore, uh, Battle Stations Bridgeway. If I see it on sale on Xbox, Re Xbox uh, Series X, I will pick them up. Because that and the other guy, when I tried, uh, Pacific, off-stream to see whether it would run, they're both, on, they're both on, on the Xbox store, but still 20 quid. Which for games like 2007, 2009, it's a bit too high in price still. Yeah, that's you know? a bit that's a bit rich for my blood. I mean, I could probably go into CEX, pick up two physical copies of it for a tenner. I'd have to go to Peterborough for it, but you know, since uh, since <clears throat> since stores are opening up on Monday. Well, to give you guys an, give you guys an idea, um, since I used the copy of the game, you said it was what two, a seven year old game midway. Uh, Mid Battle Stations Midway was 2007, so okay. you're looking 14 years. You can get the director's cut of Deus Ex Human Revolution for 20 bucks on Steam right now. And that was a little bit of a higher profile game. Yeah. You can get Deus Ex for $7. I mean, apparently these games are critically acclaimed. Now, I tried to run um, Pacific, but it wouldn't run. There was... I, and I went onto the community bit of how to get this game to run because you should play it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, so you want me to download Xbox Live, which I think I have as part of, it should be part of the Xbox companion that I have, you know, both of the bits. Dougie, if that doesn't work, if that doesn't work, uninstall it, reinstall it. If that doesn't work, go to this page, pick up this, this file, try it again. Dougie, good morning. <laughs> By the way, funny funny thing here, Will, that we we're talking about. Um, if you want to play a better game by Eidos Interactive, yeah. uh, play Deus Ex because Eidos also made Battle Stations Midway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hi, Dougie. How you doing, man? Um, so you know, this is like coming up for twenty past midnight, 
and I'm I'm just sitting there going, I don't want to deal with this ball ache. I already have pains in places in my body. I don't want them. So I'm not going to bother with that. And then there was another game called um, Battle Void Harbinger, which is in between those two and the game I am going to be playing on Thursday. Um, it doesn't look my type of game. It looks like an, an FTL, mm-hmm. Stellaris. And I was looking at it going, I don't think that would be fun for me. So I'm going to push that on. So next Thursday, I will be starting Beam NG. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because that, that, that from playing that and seeing Jimmy Broadbent play it is so fun. A lot of fun. Uh, also, this week, I have played some Formula One 2020 against James at Barcelona. Yeah. We think we, think we know what's causing the lag issue, so we'll be trying that uh, tomorrow. That's a damn good race, though, for what we did play it. James was ahead of me in qualifying for the first time. And I don't think it's the last time either. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Played some 2019 as part of Crashes Are Rust, which coming up after the podcast, James will be doing his first run in round one of Bahrain. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. I really Currently, wish it could as- have been 2020. <laughs> Yeah, same here, but not everyone has it. So it's like, it wouldn't be fair us steaming away on that while others don't. Um, currently, I'm sitting third, which is not bad, on a 129.723, whereas fourth is only 12, is, uh, yeah, 12 hundredths of a second behind me on a 129.735. That's crazy time. Uh, let's see, what else did I play? I played some set of Corsa, which is good, and some more Borderlands 2, where uh, Sanctuary has flown away after was Handsome Jack was bombarding it. Played some more Yakuza 5, so now I'm no longer a pop idol. <laughs> I have moved from being a pop idol to a disgraced baseball player who turned in to be an adult entertainment journalist. Yes, my character gets to write about smut. Bing! <laughs> gotta love Yakuza sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you really do have to do it. And I believe, is that, nope, I uh, played some more Fall Guys as well with Tish. Tish got about two wins on there, which is good. And, and with Dougie, uh, Lazy Jane, and others, we played some PUBG last night. And a 4-2 win on Snooker 19. Oh, sorry, 4-1 win on Snooker 19. But that's all I've been playing this week. Great. Um, play football manager. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot going on with that. Uh, I have I have the... Um, I have finally... I don't know if it'll play through the, spe- through, through the stream or not. But I have gotten... Finally! I was thinking about this for a long time. And I finally figured out what what do we need to does we have this striker, right? Yannick Gillette, he's French. And I was thinking to myself, what do you do? What I mean, he has to have a chant, right? You know, there's everybody has chance. Mm-hmm. Everybody players have chance. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, what do we do? And then what do I do when he scores goals? I haven't gotten Dick yet, and Cock is still angry at me that I didn't sell him to Real Madrid. And I'm like, why would you want to? This is a whole story. It's just like, the guy's like, I want to go to Real Madrid. And I go, why? 
And he goes, because they're a bigger club than you. And I sit there and go, like, we're, 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 we're three-time Premier League champions. We've won the Caballero Cup. We're in the FA Cup final. And we're also in the fi- semifinal of the Champions League, which Real Madrid was knocked out in the knockout round. I still want to go to Real Madrid. Okay. Did you did did you did you did you not hear where we are? We are literally winning everything that you can in a league that's more ripped. Wanna go to Real Madrid? Dumb cock, get out of my room. <laughs> go beat off. <laughs> it's, it's literally me just staring at him like you wanna you wanna go? <laughs> Don't want all of this all the stuff here. You just wanna leave. So we may be selling cock this summer. Uh, not because I want to, but because he just doesn't want to stay. He's going. You get rid of your cock this summer. You can make your own songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did find something, and I'm just trying to make sure that it, uh, I'm pulling up the wavelength stuff to make sure if it'll play through. Okay, so I need to make this happen. Now, it may be a little derisive, this thing that I've pulled up, mainly because who it's related to, but I think when it when you guys come down to it, I think you guys will find it hilarious. Okay, so that's how they have it, output, input, okay. So the output is going to auxiliary one. Welcome to James having to use his software in like the middle of a stream to make to make a make a really bad joke. Okay, so here it is. Everybody can listen to it. This is what I'm thinking about for having it be right, well, a button I can press whenever he scores a goal. So that's it right there. If everybody remembers that. Yeah, I'll remember the adverts. <laughs> Gillette, the best a man can get. But do, who's yep. singing that? Do you know who's where that's from? I don't know offhand. That is Mr. Dr. Disrespect singing the Gillette song. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also got this, which I'm going to add. Uh, Michael loves I also got this, too. Sometimes may be good, sometimes may be shit. Which uh, Michael will love when I turn that into a points thing. Um, Malakia, always Malakia. Sometimes may be good, and which will be, I think, works out. Even though it's a football thing, I think it's going to work out great too for F one racing. How was that corner? Sometimes may be good, sometimes may be shit. <laughs> Malakia, always Malakia. Uh, yes. <laughs> So, football manager is going well. Um, we have Yannick Gillette, who is just an absolute... Cra- what is it with me in finding strike? Well, I find the best striker in the world, and I make him the best striker in the world. That's essentially what I do in these games. But besides from that, I have played a little Evil Genius 2. Right. Which is... It's it's fun. It's very dungeon keepery, but I love the fact that it doesn't take itself seriously. And that's mm-hmm. what's great. It, it is very much kind of the Austin Powers very much kind of that kind of game. And they have the four, they have four supervillains that they're planning on adding later. 
the four I have now, they have like the evil female scientist. They have like the evil manipulative scientist. They have like the big Russian. And then Maximilian, who's kind of like the, the generic one, but he has the voice. I almost think it's the same guy who does brain from Pinky in the Brain. Could well be. Uh, I have to see if it is Ron, per uh, if it is uh, Palmer or not. But it is absolute fucking hilarious. It's just like, what do you mean? I can't, I can't do the voice, but it's just. What do you mean, Pinky? <laughs> it's like, you can go out. And it's just like when you get like the um, one of the side quests, you go and you get like the brutes, and it goes. He's like, how many? How many? How much can you lift? He's like, ah, I can lift twenty kilograms. 30 if I use both arms. It's like, how many shots, how many gun, you know, how many shots can you take before you are incapacitated? He's like, one bullet, maybe two. He's like, oh, that won't do. Go find me somebody else. So you go and you do the side quest to get the guards. You basically have to do them, interrogate them. And like you get them in the interrogation chair and their interrogation methods is basically like tickling their feet and stuff. And you get them. And then finally it has an end cut scene when you unlock guards. And it goes like, how much weight can you lift? The biggest one. How much <laughs> gunfire can you take? The biggest one. <laughs> you're like, where did you? You want to know what? You're perfect. <laughs> Just doesn't take itself seriously. Then you have like Max, you get like agents that come in your base, like Maximilian Steele, who likes his martinis stirred, not shaken. It's like, yeah. It's a hilarious game. I don't. If you like Dungeon Keeper, you like those kind of games. It's got that kind of feel to it. Um, I've played a lot of Outriders recently, too. I'm enjoying yeah. Outriders. Um, it's kind of that game where, like, I want... I'm one of those people who always wants to have a looter shooter. Just something I can jump into and go. And um, I've enjoyed the hell out of it. I found the class that I like. It's just progressing through the story. Things are getting a little bit more interesting in the story in the story and i'm excited for the end game to get to it i know a lot of people are already like farming like the highest tier stuff and to me i've never gotten that we're like yeah some people who just like rush through the entire game and then get to the end game and then like they do all the end game stuff they get the best level gear and they go well this game sucks and you're like that's because you spent 20 hours skipping cutscenes. you're not you're not watching like the 20 hours that they like the devs put into like the actual story 30 to 40 if you do all the side missions. So, but it's got promise. It's got, it's got stuff that they're looking and they have a, and they're being very clear and open about their road mapping and where they're going with it. And they actually said in their first major update, which comes next week, they think they've got all the server architecture set so that crossplay can be a hundred percent viable and not crash the servers, which is good. Yeah. And, uh, that's been it. And then obviously I've been practicing an F1 and just getting really frustrated. And now I have to go and do it in front of <laughs> you guys and not throw a shit fit when I can't string turn one, turn eight and turn 10 together. Uh, you'll get there, dude. You'll get there. So moving on to that, then uh, pimp outs and shout outs. Two Hi, weeks chat. today, two weeks today, 11 p.m. UK time. It's going to be me starting my 25-hour stream on behalf of Extra Life. So please come around. Please donate to that if you can. Let us have big amounts of monies going through to them to help them out. Uh, also chat again, yes. Uh, the Booty Bay Squad, give a shout-out to Letitia Lemon, Geo, you guys, you know. 
yeah thank you thank you very much for being you yeah uh Thanks for Crashes R Us for inviting me into actually doing this race thing. I don't know why they invited me. Um, I think they just needed another American to make Tim feel feel welcome. <laughs> that's, that's that's just it. I mean, essentially, that's kind of where's where's Tim's ranking right now? What's Tim's Tim's speed? Tim's score, uh, time was one thirty one point zero seven seven, which he did not long ago, just over an hour and a half ago. One thirty one. Well, actually, about an hour ago. Yeah. 131.0. That's the benchmark. Because mm -hmm. I may not be the fastest, but if I'm the fastest American, that's that's <laughs> the key. <laughs> that's the key. We're looking at silver lining here, folks. This is a silver lining thing. Um, we're going here. So um, that's it for the show. Stick around, though, folks. We're going to see the ending. And then when you come back, we're going to be in F1. And we're going to race some time trials. So see you all in a sec.